Cover City. Cover City Sports is back. Third time's the charm here tonight as we record Wednesday night, season four, episode 13. We're calling this one champion in their eyes. You've got Steve-O. You've got the attorney, Jay hove Reezy's missing in action tonight. He's, uh, youth sports have taken over. His Coaching life. him up. Coaching him up. Creating the Cover City Army. Army. Army for the nation. All right, guys. This week, we've got a special announcement to make yet again. December 10th, Cover City Sports Party. Peckham's Place, 7 North Reynolds Street, Scotia, New York. Live podcast starting at 11 a.m. Drink specials, free food spread, gambling specials. Don't miss out. It's going to be a great time. Guys, it, it really is. Too. I've talked to a lot of people that are coming. Guys. Talk to the wife, talk to the girlfriend, the mistress, the baby mama, slips whatever side. it is. Look, at, you say, here's what you say. Look, at, we went to your stupid family's house on Thanksgiving. We went and got the <laughs> stupid Christmas tree the day after. I put the fucking Christmas lights on the house. I moved that goddamn elf Clark, out countless times. I've done everything you've asked of me for a month. I got the, the decorations inside, the mistletoe, the cookies, the Santa plate, all this shit. Give me one fucking afternoon. I'm going out with the boys, and I'm getting drunk. And I'm getting winners, and I'm going to eat some food, and I'm going to make a lot of money and have a great time. So That's come it. out. It'll be fun. Nice little Sunday. Nice little Sunday. Also this week, we've got college football championship weekend. It's here. NFL playoff picture is coming in to – what is it coming into, Hove? Uh, her? No, oh, Focus. Focus. That's it. Focus, Steve-O. Focus. Let's get right into saloon talk. Come on, come on, come on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, college football championship weekend. Just like I told you, we're calling this one champion in their eyes. In their eyes, we're going to have some champions this week, folks. Come Saturday night about midnight. Brought it back to the crew because they're going to bring those championships back to the crib. Hove, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, all win, all in. But we know that ain't going to happen, Hove. Well, you know, it's funny. That, like, I, for the first time I can remember in a while, like, not a single spot is 1,000% secure going into the weekend. No. Any one of them could be knocked out. Uh, I think I think Michigan's probably the safest, obviously, based on their opponent. That's it. Of course. But yeah. uh, I, nobody is, is definitely in. Um, it's going to be fascinating to watch. Um, you know, I think Georgia, if I were, you know, we'll preview these games a little later, but obviously we have the top four right now of, of Georgia, Michigan, uh, Washington and, and, uh, Florida state. Uh, I think it's a little interesting if you look, take a look behind it. Um, because you know, we, we, we know there will be some upsets. Uh, you have Oregon sitting at five. That's a, a win and end game. Washington, Oregon. Whoever wins that game's in the playoff. Yep, I agree. Ohio State is six, but their odds to make the playoff are sixteen to one. They're minus eight thousand to not make the playoff. So that's telling you how much of a hill they have to climb to get in. And if you look behind it, where I think it's very interesting is Texas, and then Alabama. Texas is still ahead of Alabama. Now Texas had the win at Alabama earlier. You can make State, the argument yeah. Alabama has played much better down the stretch and has a better resume. That said. It looks like by being ahead of them already, if Texas wins, Texas is going to be in before Alabama is in. Yep. Now, if they both win, 
be interesting, Alabama or Georgia. You know, does Georgia fall all the way from number one out of the playoffs? Out of the playoff. Right. It, it, fascinating. It's a really fascinating. No, I, so, so I was going to say to you, uh, you know, let's just start here. Let's say Bama wins, Oregon wins, Florida State wins, Texas wins, and Michigan. They all win. So it's like, where does that leave everybody? Where does that leave everything? Well, I think you, 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 Michigan's in, Pac-12 winner in. Those are automatics. And then right? do you leave a, an undefeated Power 5 champion in Florida State out I just because their quarterbacks I, hurt? I, I think the answer is no. Based, and I think they told you that last night with where they put them. Yes. All right. Florida State, uh, they've now had, you know, one in three-quarter games or so without Jordan Travis. Yep. and have not looked overly impressive, especially last week. Now, they did they score were guts. 58 against South Alabama. You know, I, I hear. <laughs> they, 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 it was a gutty performance for yeah. them to save their season and pull that out last week. Absolutely. Defense, defense stepped up. I mean, we, we were time. filming you in the basement. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I think they're telling you that if they win, they're in by putting them ahead. Because if they're evaluating, if they're ranking these teams on what they are right now, mm-hmm. okay, then right now they are not probably one of the four best teams in the, in the country. But – they have one of the four best resumes and a win doesn't hurt that resume. It's, it's the same team this week that it's going to be next week. So I think if they win, they're in now, you know, and I've seen a lot of this online with Herb street and, and the show last night, and he's bitching about all these blowouts in these semifinal games. And there have been a lot of them. And yeah, hey, I, he's, he's championing the, you know, Florida state doesn't deserve to be getting, cause they're going to get blown out. And I get that, but didn't Michigan get their dicks fucking shoved right in last year? Yeah. And nobody thought they weren't one of the four best. Right. So it's not a necess- – these games don't necessarily turn into be close games because well, here, you have well, great about, teams against shitty teams. Well, how about last year if you're going to go off that? Ohio State was going to get their doors blown off by by Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Best game in the college playoff history, by far. in, in yep. my opinion. Yep. You know, so it's like I, – I don't think it's necessarily – I don't think the blowouts, I guess, are are a product of – the committee putting in resumes over best teams. I think they just are what they are. I mean, nobody thought that Michigan was a product of only a resume last year. And TCU was really good. Nobody thought TCU was as good as Michigan going into that game. Right. And no TCU one. pushed their poop in so deep that Harbaugh is still tasting it. All of it. So a lot of it. I, I don't want to hear it from him. I no. Florida state is in with a win. Um, now I don't know if they're going to win. But uh, yeah, right. It's a it, you know it's it, we're gonna get into the games of the week here. But yeah, it's it's a tough game. It, you know they they sh- sh- certainly can't come out the way they came out against Florida last week in Gainesville. They've got to come out with a lot more fire on offense to you know I think to to get this one home. I, I don't. I mean, if you ask me who my four best teams in the country are, it's Georgia, Alabama, Washington, Oregon. Honestly. And I, I'll, those I'll are the four, but there's no shot a Big Ten team isn't getting in, right? And and Texas has the win over Alabama, so it's not necessary. It's it is more resume, it is head to head. But the, if you just said to me, who are the four best teams? That's my opinion. And the only thing I'll fight you on is Washington. There, Washington has looked, I would say, pedestrian uh, ever since they beat Oregon. They really have not. They've won. They've won every game. So you got. You hey, they went. Give they, it to that win at Corvallis is still is a fucking hell of a win. I don't care if they won by two. That's a very, yeah. very impressive place to go in and get a win, especially in bad weather at night. No teams rarely go in there and win, and that especially against a very good Oregon State team. That's an impressive, impressive win. So everybody knows I'm a I'm a heels hooper. I'm a heels hoop fan. Florida State football fan. We got the heels on tonight. 
in the SEC ACC challenge as we record here on Wednesday night. North Carolina put a 60 burger on the board in the first half. How about my man Steve with the team total North Carolina over what 72 for the game? Yeah, 73 and a half. I think if they come out of the locker room, you're gonna probably get there. <laughs> as long as the, the power doesn't go off in the arena and they do play the second half, you should get home. I, I mentioned it because I just saw I just saw a a star-studded cast in in uh, in the front row with my man Ed Coda, Antoine Jameson. Oh, boys, coming back to the roots. I love it. Roy's always in attendance here. Well, guys. I, I do want to point out one thing before we – I don't know if you were moving on, but no, uh, a bet that I made tonight. I, just Ooh, just, I like, like just a little something to look at here. And I, I, I actually um, – you know, I was talking with my boy Mitch about it. Uh, you know, he tried to poke one little hole in it. I bet you but the, the value is still – so here's the bet. So I said, all right. Huge value. Looking at – I was looking tonight at the odds of teams to make or not make the playoff. And Ohio State was 16 to 1 to make the playoff and 80 minus 8000 to not make the playoff. I said self, what has to happen for them to make the playoff? Who has to lose? And let's take a look at that parlay. All right, cuz obviously Ohio State doesn't need to do anything. They they can't do it. They're not playing. Right, right. So I said what needs right. to happen to for them to get in the playoff? He said self. Self. What do I got to do here? So I said, self, let's take a look at it. So I obviously said, I got to have. That's what he said to self, but no, let's get so it. I, so I say, all right, I got to have the teams around them lose, right? I got to basically have all these teams that would maybe be ahead of them with a win lose. So I don't need, I need Georgia to win. So I want Alabama to lose. So Georgia, I don't care about Michigan. I'm going to leave them alone. I didn't even touch it. They don't even need to be involved. Yeah. I need. If they, Washington lose, if they lose to Iowa, they should drop out of the top yep, 25. Yep. Uh, I need Washington to win. I need Florida State to lose. And I need Texas to lose. So I said four-team parlay, Georgia, Washington, Louisville, and Okie State. 70 to 1. Now, when I talk to Mitch, Mitch says, well, do you think Florida State would still be in ahead of them with an ugly win? My opinion is... Yes. If if they win, they're in. I think win, lose, or draw, they're in. I just Because I think the committee is not going to knock them down with a win. I don't care how ugly it is. It wasn't pretty that they right. didn't go anywhere. Right. So I, But I do think, he, go, he also goes, well, if Florida State loses, they're out. Could they still be ahead of Ohio State? I don't think they can. I don't either. I don't. I, I think the committee genuinely wants to put them out, but I don't think they will if they win. If they lose, they've got an excuse. To, it's easy, built in. You, you move them down, they're gone. Um. So, but even if I said, okay, that's the small risk. The small fly in the ointment is if Florida State loses, are they still ahead of Ohio State? I'll tell you what, I'll risk that that ain't going to happen for an extra 54 points on my bet. So a little pizza money. Without Jordan Travis and a Florida State loss, they're, they're dragging behind so Ohio pizza State. pizza money, 14 parlay, get it in. Georgia, Washington, Louisville, Okie State, Ooh. 70 to 1. Louisville. I, I love the value. Hate the bet just because I don't want my Knowles losing uh, Saturday night. But I, I love the value there. Oh, love it. All right. Let's get into the NFL. NFL playoff picture. We said it's starting to take shape here. You know, you know, ba basically, it's up for grabs here, Hove, especially the NFC South. Uh, the, the only team, uh, actually, the Panthers are not. Eliminated at one in ten from that division right now. 
what the frig is going on? But anyway. Well, I mean, that, that team, you're going to get whoever wins that game is going to be home probably against the Cowboys in the uh, uh, wild card round, and they'll be 10, 12-point underdogs to the Cowboys at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like Tampa last year. Uh, you know, I Tampa got some... a little more respect because Tom Brady, but I, that was one of my biggest bets of the year was Dallas in that game. I mean, the Tampa was terrible all last year. The fact that they got in was – was by merely uh, winning the worst division of football, and, right. and they got they got curb stomped as we expected. Curb stomped. But if you start looking at this, I mean, the NFC, obviously, it's really a two team race. I, I think for the, the best team, I, Eagles, 49ers, we'll see them play this week. Hope I was going to say it. I was thinking about. It. I was sitting in the loader today. Had to load trucks back in the loader to my roots. I, there's two teams in the NFC, and that's it for me. There, there's no one else. I and and I was going to say, hey. Did did Jerry Jones, you know, kind of kill kill the Wicked Witch of the West when he finally let Jimmy Johnson in, in the ring of the uh, ring of honor here? There's two teams in the NFC, and that's it. It's Philadelphia, it's San Francisco. If they stay healthy, no one else in that that conference is beating those two teams. That's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. I think the 49ers are significantly better than the Eagles. Uh, I know they're two games behind them. I think that you'll see that this week. We'll, we'll, we'll preview that game in a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, you know, I could, can, here's what I would say. Detroit ain't winning on the road. They're not going to win at Philly. They're not going to win at San Fran. Well, Dan Campbell showed when he, last week on Thanksgiving, when he did all the gambling that he well, did. I tell you that everybody, everybody loves, loves the rah, rah. You know, this is my guy. He's a gambler. He plays to win, which by the way, was fucking stupid. The stupid. Before when he went for it at the Chargers, he got away with it. Right. And the stupidity finally caught up with him. We finally. talked about this last yep. week. Yep. And it happened again. He's a stupidity caught up with him. He Bit cannot be so, so, so reckless with his coaching decisions. He cost them that a, a shot to win that game. They're not going to win a game on the road D-I-C-K. playoffs. D-I-C-K. Dirk. Dan Campbell. Goes, now, could the, could the Cowboys win? I'll give you one spot I could see. Could the Cowboys win in Philly? Can they? Yes. I, I don't I think, think they that cannot. they'll end up getting that chance because I think they'll probably end up having. Oh, if they end up fourth. Yeah. Yeah. They, they could. They could. If they're a wild card, they would probably end up in Philly in the second round. But I they, they could. I'd be the only. But I think it's a I, I think you're looking at a two team race. And I think. I don't think Philadelphia can win in San Francisco, so I think them getting the one seat is is critically important. I think the 49ers could win in either stadium. Agreed. What about the no? Hold on, hold on. We can't move on from the NFC. Not going to do it yet. Real quick, not because the New York Giants are still alive. Just by the way, think about this: (laughs) if the Giants held on and beat the Jets and the Bills, they'd be in the playoffs right now. Insane. They'd be six and six in the playoffs with. Tommy, what are, what are we call him? Cutlet DeVito. Like this, this whole craze has got to. I mean, I, look at. I told you, I told you a couple weeks ago they had a couple more wins, and you guys all fucking yelled at me. And I told this is because their schedule's so easy. It wasn't that like, they're any good, you like but I will tell boy. you, I uh, you know I've had a lot of Giants fans I've talked to about this that are upset that we're costing ourselves draft position. I'm not, man. I'm telling you, sure it would have been great to be one or two and get that Caleb Williams or or, or Drake May. Uh, sure. If they work out. Yeah. Okay. There's no guarantee that that works out there. And I think culture is a big factor in these locker rooms. And I think when you get into years where you win two games or three games, I think it can really wear down the credibility Mm -hmm. of the coach Mm -hmm. can wear down the credibility of the, of the general manager. And so I'm happy to see that they're still competing. I'm happy to see that they're winning games. I don't think the win they'll make the playoffs, obviously, but they got, they're probably going to win at least one or two more games. I mean, they got the Packers at home. 
They got the Saints on the road who stink. They got the Rams at home. Those are their winnable games. They'll also play the Eagles the last week in what's probably a meaningless game for the Eagles, so they could win that. Could the Giants end up with six wins? I think they can. Yeah. And and, and it's probably going to cost – obviously, it's going to cost them draft position, but I'm fine with it. it you can get you can get good players anywhere in the draft if you scout and you draft well. It doesn't have to be first or second. Well, we're talking about the 49ers, best team in football, best team in the NFC, whatever we want to call it. You know, they got Brock Purdy with the last overall pick. And they whiffed with Trey Lance. Whiffed and gave up the farm. Yeah. And look at, I mean, look at Carolina. Traded all the way up to get Bryce Young, number one. Okay. And and, and Stroud is much better at number two. Yeah. There's no guarantee. It's about, now, sure. Would it be nice to get Caleb Williams? Of course it would. But they weren't going to fall that far now. Their schedule was too easy. I told you it was a couple weeks ago. Schedule was too easy. They weren't getting the one. So, fine. Keep the culture. Sacrifice a little draft position. They still have three top three picks in the top fifty. They'll be just fine. Just now fine. we can move on from the NFC. Moving AFC. on, moving on. AFC playoff picture. You got the you got the Ravens and the Chiefs and the what? Here we go. We got the Ravens at nine and three. You got the Chiefs, Jaguars, and Dolphins all at eight and three. Pittsburgh big win last week. I mean, I guess we call it a big win. Well, it's really a big win. Cincinnati's does that. Joe Burrow. So anyway, but they're sitting at seven and four. Brown sitting at seven and four with possibly Joe Flacco starting this week, which is mind boggling to me. And then the Colts at six and five, Texans at six and five, Broncos at six and five, Bills at six and six. The Bills would be out of the playoffs if they started today. Unbelievable. And the Bengals. I mean, who thought going into the season? Bills, Bengals, Chargers. Bengals are fucked though. Without Burrow, they they don't have. That's fair. And the Jets. Everyone had high hopes for them. Obviously, the quarterback situation. Yeah. Who's the best team in the AFC? I mean, do you knock the, the Chiefs off the pedestal at this point? Got to beat them first, I think. I, there's a lot of talk about the Ravens, and the Ravens are very, very good. All right, AFC championship game. KC at Baltimore. Who you got? We got KC at Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I just. You got to show me first. Show me state, yeah. right? Yeah. Colorado. Ooh. Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, the French are assholes. I don't Harry. think the Jaguars are a big factor in the playoffs. I, I don't. Like, and I don't think the Dolphins are either because I don't think they can beat good teams. No, um, I agree. And I think Steelers, Browns, Colts. I don't think any of them make the thing. playoffs. I, honestly, I think Denver, I think Denver, Buffalo, and Houston sneak into the playoffs. You're, you're probably right. And I, that, that, that's that, now the Bills, boy, Jesus. Let's say the Bills get in as like the sixth seed, right? Or the seventh. Yeah. Boy. How about do you think the Chiefs or the Jaguars want to play the Bills in the first round? No, no, no. It's that's like uh, it's those like, AFC playoffs are gonna be. It's like when Debo said, "You want some of this, old man?" Yeah. No, <laughs> that that would be uh, those two teams if if you got to face we, off we, against the any piece of those two in the first round. No, I think it's gonna be a fa- the AFC playoffs are gonna be fascinating. The NFC, you're probably looking at you might get a couple decent games in the divisional round, but the the NFC championship is the game. All right, well let's uh, let's do it, Hope. This is what we're we're here for tonight. It's this. Cover cities, games of the week. There's Leonard. Games of the week here. I see we skipped over dumb fuck of the week, which I was gonna nominate you, Steve, for your misspelling the word Thanksgiving on the chalkboard here in the basement over the uh, over the saloon. No, dumb fuck of the week is the fucking kicker for the Dallas Cowboys. I'll rip his pecker right off his fucking body. Missed an extra point. Yes. Cost us five grand for Cover City Sports. That's right, Jeez. yeah, squares. Yep. 
Ruthless. That's why Reezy doesn't like. That's why Reezy doesn't like squares. You know. Yeah, we paid for the ride. Yeah, we did it. It was it was a it was a great ride. Then I proceeded to drink too much Tito's and get my wife mad at me. But happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. We're moving on. We got week fourteen of college football, and it is championship week, ladies and gentlemen. Championship week. Yeah. Yep. You know, Hove, you, you kind of touched on this uh, in, in uh, I think, a few weeks past. A, a lot of lasts, lasts, see, lots of lasts, not laughs, lasts for this weekend in college football. Uh, Pac 12's down to two teams, which they are trying to work something out with the Mount West. Uh, but you got Oregon and Washington, uh, the two Pac 12 uh, teams squaring off in the Pac 12 championship. They're moving on to greener pastures. You got Texas, Oklahoma, even the Big 12. Uh, you know, you, a lot of alignment, a lot of big teams moving. It's going to change. It's going to change the the outlook of college football as we know it moving forward. So I'm, I'm going to soak this whole weekend in. We're starting it off Friday night, 8 p.m. kick, ABC. This game I hope it lives up to the hype. We're at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas with number six, Oregon, sitting at 11 and one right now, taking on undefeated number four ranked Washington Huskies at 12 and 0. Oh, we talked about it last week. Oregon's laying nine and a half in this one with an over under of 66 and a half. Did the Ducks get revenge in Sin City? I think so. Uh, I, Vegas sure does. You know, as you guys have followed the podcast, I know I have been on Oregon for a month and a half. I love them. I think they're the best team in the country. I have a future bet on them at 28 to one. Uh, I am going to come in. This is just a little betting tip. Uh, when you have big future tickets like this, I'm going to come in and I'm going to play enough to cover that bet on Washington plus nine and a half right now. I'm, I'm waiting on it. I'm hoping it gets to 10. Uh, and I'm going to try and middle it. Okay. So hold on. If- I like, I like where your head's at because I'm telling you right now, as much as Vegas is Vegas and I'm just some schmuck who does a podcast in my basement and calls it a saloon. I think this is a touchdown game. I think this is a, you know, a touchdown or less game. I, I think the number's a little inflated. I, but with the, the angle on my bet, sir, there's two ways to hedge, right? I could play Washington money line. I think it's like plus 270. Mm-hmm. And I'm guaranteed to win one or the other. I can't win them both, right? I can't have Washington win, and I can't have Oregon win the national title. So right. that's a straight hedge with more value. You probably, I, could only, I could risk you know, 200 to win the 500. But I want to try and win them both. Okay, because Oregon's still not a guarantee to win if they get through. So I'm going to play at plus the nine and a half or plus 10. And I'm going to try middle because I, I agree with you. I think it, it's going to be a little closer. And what I really think is possible, because I do, I think the total is a little, little low here. Mm-hmm. I think 66 and a half. I think the teams are going to be able to move the ball and score, especially in perfect conditions indoors. I could easily see a backdoor. I think with Washington. Like, I, and I think that is that is the big thing here that, you know, maybe not everybody's seeing that that the weather is not going to be a factor and it's been a factor for Washington probably three out of their last four weeks and maybe that's why they haven't put up the numbers that they were earlier in the season I don't know that it's you know people have figured out Washington's offense I I I just think you know they're they're up against the elements and and 
you know, here's, you know, where men become boys become men, boys to men, ABC, BBD. I think you're going to see the balls flying all over the place Friday night. That's what she said. All right. Hopefully. Friday night. Going to be a be great fun. one. Be fun. What a great. It's, great it's, it's awesome that that game is Friday night. Unbelievable. Just a standalone game yep. Friday night. Get us ready for Saturday. I'm, get home, I'm fired get home up. from work Friday. Yep. Kiss the wife. Get a pizza for the kids. Whatever you got to do. You know, uh, you know, even if you want to throw in a rom-com for a from 530 quick. to 730. Right. And then see you, honey. Upstairs hey, with the kids. It's 8 o'clock game time. Let's go. Game time. Game time. Cool. All right. We're going to get into Saturday here. Saturday is eight. We're starting off in the Big 12 championship game. AT&T Stadium in Dallas, better known as Jerry's World. You got Oklahoma State taking on the 11-1 and Texas Longhorns, ranked 7th in the nation. Longhorns are laying a big one in this one, Hope. Minus 14.5 with the over-under at 55.5. Hope, I got to say it before we get into this game. Man, I wish BYU could have came through last right weekend there. because Oklahoma and Texas rematch would have been such a sexy, such a sexy game to watch. Sexy. Sexy. Uh, I bet Oklahoma you. State already uh, at 15 and a half. 15 and a half. All right. Um, I think, uh, Gun give me Gundy in a big game. I mean, I think he's, I think he's going to figure out a way. I think they've. You know, last week was probably a little bit of a look ahead. I think they thought that they could probably easily get past BYU at home. Sark shifts they, his pants a lot. They fell behind, and they and they, they nice nice end of the game, uh, second half and overtime. Uh, Texas hasn't been overly impressive in a long time, and this is just a big number in a championship game. Now look at maybe Texas goes out there and they need they the, the, the alternate argument, and I don't feel strongly about this game. I did bet Oklahoma mistakes. I just think the number is too long. Mm -hmm. I don't feel strongly about it because I can give you an argument right now that Texas not only needs to win, but needs to win with style points. And so if it's late, if it's close, they're going to keep trying to score. So uh, no strong opinion. I did bet Okie Stakes. I think the number is a little long. And I'm a man. He's 40. He's a man. He's going with, with the with the mullet. Give me the mullet. Give me the mullet. What do you got, Steve? What do you like? You know what? It's like I went against the Longhorns last week. I was back in Texas Tech, you know, thinking that would be the game that, that Sark kind of Shitting, shitting his pants. He, he didn't. Um, I'll tell you, it, this is a tough one because I think the number's so high. I'd, I'd go with you. I'd go with Oak State getting more than two touchdowns. I just, in a big game like this, I don't know that even like, look at Quinn Yours's stats. Are, his QBR was good last week, but, but he just, what, what was he like? 16 for 27 you know, 153 yards, you know, something like that. Just a very pedestrian stats. And this is a big stage. This is a huge game. Does he have the kahunes to, to lay it all? Yeah, they the go line? there and they play the game. They played at Alabama. And they're going to win by four touchdowns. Sure. But they haven't played that game in a while. No, no, they haven't looked. They haven't looked the part since the Alabama game, almost kind of like what we, we said about Washington since they beat Oregon, just kind of looked a little bit mediocre, Kind of a, you know, not a, a, a top-notch team. So you're going to give me two touchdowns, I, I, more than two touchdowns, I'll take it. Like the hook. Again, the back door could be open. Could be. That's what Hopefully. Man, yeah, and that's, that's, that's boy, said. how about a noon back door, huh? It's a good way to set up the rest of the Saturday. It's a little Saturday, but the next one we're going to get into, you love it. We love it. It's the music. Give me that music. Oh, God, I can turn it on. Listen to it. Snare time. 
live from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. You got number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs taking on the number eight ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. Bulldogs laying six over under of 55 in this one. Four o'clock kick on CBS. You hear the music. You know we're hyped up for this one. This is the matchup everyone wanted to see, Hove. This was the one. Barrel of Bama barely survives Auburn last week in what could only go down as the dumbest fucking coaching decisions of all time. If we were going to do the dumb fuck of the week, it would probably be Hugh Freeze for only rushing two guys on third and 31 in, in, in a, you know, fourth and 31, right? What dumb fuck of the week? CBS cutting away before they tell us if they covered on Bastards. that fucking pick to end the game. Monolith. They put the score up. I go to check the account on a live bet and the total. I think they, they, they off the broadcast touchdowns good. I check my account, losing bets. Go find out. They ruled them out of bounds. Can I find out? When gambling is, is so prevalent. So days, prevalent. And so my father-in-law said the same thing to me the next day, and I said, you made that point to me Saturday. Hey, you lose, you lose. But show me that. You got it. You got to if, if these leagues are going to accept these casinos money, these sports books money to advertise and everything else, knowing that everybody is involved with this stuff, you got to stay with the broadcast until, the, until we get conclusion on a final score. Agreed. I agreed. You know, that was a tough one to swallow. Thought you had a, you know, a thousand, you know, but whatever. Yeah, that was whatever. a big swing. Big swing. Thousands, big swing and duck. Billions, trillions. Let's get into this one, Hulk. Georgia Bulldogs struggled a little bit last week against Georgia Tech. Alabama, like we said, barely, barely beats uh, Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Needed, needed a muff punt, great field position, third and 31 prayer. Uh, fourth and 31. What I put can't themselves in a spot was. with that, though, was the sloppy they were at the end. I mean, sloppy. You know what? They had the ball at the, at the 5, 10, 15, somewhere in there at first and goal. And I mean, they missed the field goal, right? Yeah. Well, then, no, then you had the sack or the, the penalty. Then you had the bad snap. And I mean, it's just, it, they, they got so lucky to get through that game. Now, I don't think that impacts this week. It's a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. They got out of there with the dub. They move on. Now, yeah. but, you know, I think, I just think these teams are on different levels. I, I think Georgia has kind of been kind of just going through the motions for a good part of the year. Yeah. When they've played better teams, they have stepped up. You know, when they played Missouri at home, they stepped up and took care of them. Uh, so I, I think you see a primed and ready Georgia team this week, and I think Georgia beats them by more than 10 points. What about the – okay, more than 10. So you're saying that the Bulldogs improved to a 4-8 and eight. Uh, against the the spread this year, that's one thing that's been tough for Georgia this year is covering the number. But they're they the most of them have been big numbers. We're talking about yes. five and a half right yeah. now. It's this is it's a lot different than thirteen and a half, seventeen and a half, thirty one four and a half. And a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Um, you know, this one's going to be a game time decision for me. Uh, if I if we're doing the whole gun to the head thing, I'm going Bulldogs. I'm going Georgia. They're in the number one ranked team in the nation for a reason. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I think Mil- I think Milrow is going to have a tough time. I think Kirby Smart's going to show him a lot on defense, and I I think he's going to struggle. I, I really do. I think Georgia. I'm with you. I, I'll lay the points with the Bulldogs in this one. All right. Well, we've been in lockstep on every game so far. What could go wrong? Yeah. Right. 
That's great. Well, here's one that we, we well, we're definitely going to be. Well, call the bank. Get the home Ooh, equity line. Here we go. Up. Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. We've got 8 o'clock kick on Fox. Michigan, Iowa, Big Ten Championship. Michigan laying 23 and a half with an over-under. You ready for this one? 35 and a half. Are we going to we deem in this one the under if you bet If you bet. Michigan and the under in a parlay, there is a 12 point window where you can win this game. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, you ever, let me throw this one at you that I saw the other day. You know what the Iowa team total is for the first half? Team total for Iowa first half? Yes. Three and a half. Lower, Bob. No. Two and a half? Lower, Bob. One? Lower, Bob. Zero? 0. 0.5. Team total for Iowa in the first half is 0.5. Will they score in the first half or not? <laughs> now, I believe it is juice. And I think it's actually juice. To the oh, under. my goodness. I think it's juice to the under the last time I looked. That's unbelievable. I mean, you're basically betting will Iowa score in the fucking half of football. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. A field goal. Anything. A safety. Get you home. Safety. But that actually might be their best chance of <laughs> scoring, honestly. I got to kick this cold, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's insane to me, Jay. Uh, you know, you're, you're in a conference championship, you know, I, I can't remember if it was Herb Street. I was, I, I was listening to today. Yeah, it was saying like, he, he he's going to miss the, the divisions in the big 10. Fuck you, Herb Street. Yeah. Don't right. But, yeah, right now, Iowa. Ben's butthole. Like, I don't want to see Iowa. I don't want to see Wisconsin. I don't want to see. They got to get rid of those stupid fucking divisions. I don't want to see these teams. I'd rather see Michigan, Ohio State, back-to-back weekends. I want to see a game in the championship. That's what I want. I want the two best teams in that conference playing against each other, mano a mano with the nuts on the line. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Iowa, who's laying half a point, half a point for a team total over. By the way, it's also juiced. The the over is juiced to minus one thirty five. So you got to pay. If you think they're going to get shut out at the fir- in the first half, you get a plus number one hundred five. Wow. Now, you know, I, I I agree with you from a viewer's perspective. Okay, from a viewer's perspective, we want to see the two best teams fuck these divisions, right? Yeah. So that's a little selfish, though, to a team like Washington, a team like Michigan. Because Washington kind of gets screwed here. Washington already beat Oregon once. Yeah. If they were still in divisions, they would not be playing Oregon this week. Oregon basically gets right. a, a do-over. Right. Because everybody says if Oregon wins, they're ahead of Washington. Well, why? They would have each won one game. One what time. if it's a close game? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Same thing would have happened if there were no divisions in the Big Ten. Michigan beats Ohio State last week. They play again this week. If Ohio State wins, Ohio State goes ahead of them. But right. they have the same. So, we, from a viewer standpoint, yeah, we want the two best teams because it's it's entertaining. But mm-hmm. it is a bit unfair to these teams that won their division to have to beat that team for a second time. I agree. I, I agree. But I, I but I'm selfish. And I want to see. Yeah, I want to see them. the best teams who could kiss my Harry. What? Yep. So, all right, this one, I, I, it's a big number. Hope it's a big big number. Twenty three and a half. Is is Michigan twenty three and a half points better than anyone right now? Yeah, they are. Okay, I was that bad. Yep, they're that bad. I, I I'm I'm not, I don't I'm not running to the window to bet it, and I'm sure not sure that I even will bet it. But mm-hmm. I watched that Iowa Nebraska game listen, the other day, and if, if oh, you're listening God. to us here, 
Jason Hover Esquire just said he might not bet this eight o'clock game. We're going to start drinking about noontime Saturday, trying to kick this cold so I can have a nice full, full day of football and beverages. Um, I, I might not bet the, the side. I didn't say I wouldn't bet the game. There'll be something. He, he will bet something. There will It'll be. Probably be I, will be <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I think that's, that's a tough number, but if, the score is twenty seven. But see, to three. The, the tough thing, the tough thing about betting it that way is, uh, boy, it can be so fluky. With Iowa's defense being that good, and McCarthy doesn't hasn't really sold me. He could easily throw a fucking pit interception on their own fifteen yard line, and it's a field goal, and there you lose the bet. So I won't be betting that. I can tell you that right now. But uh, I will be looking for a creative way to bet that game without probably. I probably won't be laying the points with Michigan. I'll probably look for a creative way to bet against Iowa, whether it be a team total or an under or, or something along those lines. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I think any way you can find an angle to bet against Iowa in this one, that's where you want your money. That's definitely where. You but you're right. Your, your, your point is fair. I mean, Iowa's got a nasty defense, although I wasn't as impressed last week watching them against Nebraska. No, I was not either. I agree. Uh, I was expecting I them to come out and, and Nebraska struggle to get first downs, and that was not the case. Yeah. Um, so I do think Michigan, I don't think much of them, but I do think they will be able to move the ball. You know what I saw today? And I hope this is the matchup. So uh, one of the guys I follow on Twitter works at one of the sports books out in Vegas, and they, were, they had like projected lines for mm -hmm. the matchups. Oregon, Michigan in the first round. Oregon was laying two. Go get the Brinks truck. Get me Brinks, a suitcase. It up. We're going to fucking pound that if that's the number that's the brinks truck backing up right hammer it. i can't think less of michigan or whoever comes out of the big whoever 10 in this playoff yeah i agree i agree i'd back it back 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 it up that's what i'd be doing all right let's get in to last but certainly not least yup hove you heard it right here we go eight o'clock kick abc Louisville, Florida State, ACC Championship, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Knolls are laying two and a half in this one with an over-under of 48 and a half. Cover, hey, Cover City Sports has got correspondence in the stadium. Chris Hover, Ian Lohner going to the game, flying down Love Saturday. It. Love it. Sitting 50-yard line, 50, 15 rows up, ready to root their knolls onto a ACC championship. So we'll be looking for some input from the stadium, from those guys beforehand. If we get anything that is actionable, we'll certainly share it with you guys on Twitter. 100%. 100%. Love it. You know, Hove, Louisville, they didn't look good at all against Kentucky last week. Florida State survives the Gators in Gainesville. Um, you know, that game, the Florida State-Florida game, I, I really feel as though they didn't let Tate Rodemaker do anything to to have them be put in a bad position in the first half. Second half, I think they 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 let them play quarterback. I think they let them throw the ball downfield a little bit or much more than they did in the first half. And, and, and it definitely showed Florida State actually wound up covering that number at minus six and a half, which you know. I think the Miami team effort, the Miami effort you got last week is the Miami team that people projected going into the Florida. season, and they were. Uh, I'm sorry, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that 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 team that played last week, that Florida team, is better than the Louisville team they're going to play this week. I agree. Um, SEC team. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the the game is priced appropriately. Um, you know, sometimes this is what you do. 
if you can't figure out a side and you're an addict like the rest of us and you're going to gamble. You sit around with your buddies all day long. They're wearing their Florida State gear. You're sipping some cocktails. The energy's building. And you just feel like, you know what? Ain't no fucking way all these guys are going to be unhappy tonight. And I ain't going to be unhappy against them. So I'm going to bet the Knolls Saturday night. I think the Knolls are going to win the game. I think they're going to cover the spread. And I think they are going to make the playoffs. And then I think they're going to lose by three touchdowns. (laughs) Tell them this. What you eat don't make me shit. Where's the love, baby? Where's the love for the Knowles? Because what you eat don't make me shit. I'm telling you right now, I'm going with the Knowles. I'll lay the points. Louisville can suck my what the? Don't talk like that. Man, I got to get rid of this cold. Oh, this is going to be a great game. I'm going to be fired up on all levels. Uh, you know, I'm waiting for Florida State to get back to this point. Oh, there's your uh, bucket for the team total over. Only 16 minutes left in the game. Nice bet tonight. Steve-O bets a team total over North Carolina. Uh, he just covered it with 15 minutes left in the game. Excellent <laughs> job, Steve-O. Got the over I'd like to too. say the handicap is there, but it might be a little bit biased. With I'm handicap. I'm handicap. <laughs> That's there. That was there. Uh, you know, I think this game's going to be better than people are anticipating. I do think Louisville uh, is is good on, on both sides of the ball. I wouldn't say that they're elite by any stretch of the imagination, um, but it's, it's going to be a good game. Florida State's defense really showed out in the second half last week. Uh, Jared Verse and, and Patrick Payton just getting tons and tons of pressure on the quarterback. Fabian Lovett filling up the middle. He, they were getting pressure inside, blitzing from the linebacker position. So, you know, I think Adam Fuller's got that defense playing top notch right now and if if the offense can just turn it up a notch from where they were they're probably to turn it up two notches from where they were last week you know this could be a big time florida state win i don't know i'm a homer i think i think florida state's defense makes multiple plays that lead directly to points Mm -hmm. uh and i think it's are you all any boy i think it's verse yep i think he's got at least one strip sack Mm -hmm. Uh, he might cause an interception because of the pressure. I, I think that their defense goes out and puts on an all-world performance, and they win this game fairly comfortably. I don't think much of Louisville at all. I, I, I think they'll. I, I don't think they'll have the QB slinging it all over the place, but I think they'll they'll let the reins off a little bit more this week than they did last week. Sure, I agree. I agree with that. Well, guys, it's going to be fucking what a great Saturday. great weekend. Great, great, weekend. great Friday night started off with the Pac-12, and then we you know we got. We got great ones there on Saturday. Four great ones on Saturday, starting at noon. You know, getting getting done with it midnight. So it's a it's a twelve hour. You know, just settle down, hunker in, and and enjoy it because, like we said, this is going to be the last year that you know the college football landscape is going to look the way it looks. So enjoy it while it's here, right, Hope? I I can't wait. It's going to be phenomenal. And then, you know, next year, this time, we'll be talking about a 12-team playoff, which is going to be awesome also. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we'll be arguing which team is better, the 13th team or the 12th team or the 11th or the 14th. (laughs) We're just going to argue. That's what we do. Let's go. And then we're going to watch the games. Watch them. Let's get into it. Week 13. NFL Week 13. We're going to start this one off with the Thursday night game. Amazon Prime, 8-15. Tomorrow night, Seattle Seahawks. Six and five, taking on the eight and three Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. Cowboys laying nine and a half in this one with an over under of 46 and a half. The here, two wild card teams facing off, uh, you know, to start the week 13 off. Hove, 
Uh, I think we, we kind of talked highly of Dallas. Vegas obviously thinks, you know, highly of Dallas with almost, uh, you know, a two, two score, two score spread here, nine and a half points. Is that too many points for this Seattle Seahawks team? This is one of those games. I don't know. You know, my theory on, on the Cowboys in similar to the, to the, uh, the dolphins is they're bullies. They beat the shit out of crappy teams mm -hmm. and they can't beat good teams. And, and they're not what healthy is Seattle? right now. Just kind of in the middle. Right in the middle. And nine's a big number. Uh, gun to my head, Seattle. I got to give it more thought tomorrow, though. Gun I got to my head. I think I'm going down. I, I think I'm going to take the points tomorrow night. In my uh, these well, primetime unders have been yeah. money this year, though. Pete Carroll gets his boys ready to play. I think Geno Smith's going to have a little bit uh, better of a game mm. here. But, you know, right the there. Cowboys... The Cowboys are playing decent. De their defense right could really give the Seattle offense a hard time tomorrow night. I agree. Michael Michael Parsons. Now, Parsons didn't practice today because he had some sort of a flu-like symptoms or something along those lines. Which but, has been Steve's status for a month and a half. My God. I mean, come on. Like, it, fucking grow up. Have Jerry shoot you up with the good shit. He'll, be, he'll play tomorrow. 82% of the bets, 87% of the money are on the home team. The boys. Yeah. Dang. Dang. What's the what's the split on the under over? Fifty-two bets, ninety-two money on the under. There you go. So that has eventually this has to change. Do you want to be the guy that the, tries to guess what? I could see it going over one. I could see it going over tomorrow. Sure, sure, I definitely could. But what is prime time? Is it nineteen and oh, one in the I mean, last twenty or something? It's like seventy some percent Under. in the standalone primetime games in the last like year and a half or whatever it is. It's insane. Uh, I don't know. These Thursday Thursdays are tough for the road team. It's tough for them to score. I understand why the money's on the under, but it, it's such public knowledge now that the unders are hitting these games. Yeah. That, it, you know, when everyone swims one direction, if you want to be a successful better, swim the other one. And I think this might be the time to do it. Sweet. I might pull the trigger on the over as I continue to talk myself into it. Ooh, okay. All right. 92% of the money's on the, uh, the under there. So Vegas didn't become Vegas by losing bets. That's for damn sure. But they, they would definitely, they would definitely uh, reign supreme here if, if the over can get home in this one. So taking in a lot of money well that's thursday night let's get into sunday hove we got two teams we mentioned earlier as possible playoff teams both six and five you got the denver broncos traveling to uh houston to take on the texans texans laying three and a half in this game with an over under of 47 and a half hove the winner of this game is going to go a long way for that team in their chances of making the playoffs right yeah they will um Boy, Denver's playing really well lately. And Houston is, I think, a bad spot for Houston. Who would have Houston. thought that Denver would have put up that many points against that Cleveland defense last week? Well, and, and their defense. Other, after the first couple of weeks, they got that defense straightened out big time. 100%. Um, I, I, I would bet Denver here. Uh, I would take the three and a half. Uh, I think Houston really is in a tough spot coming off of the loss to Jacksonville last week. That basically sealed their chances of winning the division. I think a young team that was playing well, that has the you know the the, the division leader or the, the the preseason favorite in their building and a chance to beat them and take over first place. When you don't get that game, I think it's maybe tough to get that engine started again the next week. So I'm going to take Denver with the points. I think their defense gives Houston problems. Um, 
look at Stroud's been awesome all year long, but you know, he is a rookie. There's this rookie wall that, that these players start to run up on. Mm-hmm. Maybe he starts to get there a little bit and because he's not going to be great all year long. He's going to have some duds and, and against this good defense would be a spot. I would pick for that to happen. So and you got to look I would at take coaching too, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Peyton against the, the rookie head coach and D'Amico Ryan. Yep. You know, I, I just, that that's another thing where, where, you, you know, ever since Broncos got banked by the Dolphins and gave up 70 points, they've, they've turned the whole season upside down, literally on its head. So yeah, I, I, we're agreeing on fucking everything tonight. Excuse my French Great. earmuffs, earmuffs, Hove. Go get the, earmuffs. go take Let's go get the home equities. Make sure there are, there's, there's liquidity there because we're going to have to pay the bookie. In front of the kid. Yeah. All you gotta do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. They can say, fuck, shit, bitch, whatever you want. Cock, balls. Cock, okay, balls. I'm just proving a point. You don't have to celebrate it, Frank. I love that line. Might be one, one of the best all-time lines in, in movie history. And if you don't think that way, you can... Uh... Suck my dick. Yeah. All right. Game of the week here, Hove. 425 on Fox. You got the Niners. You got the Eagles live in Philadelphia. Niners are laying three points with an over-under of 46-and-a-half. Road team laying three points, traveling to, what is it? What do they call it? The Liberty? The Liberty Bell? The, yeah. What do they call it? Uh, City of Brotherly Love, yeah. even though they're a bunch of fuckheads. Yeah, they're the fucking scum of the earth. Um, Rematch of last year's NFC title game. Heavyweight matchups. Here we got it. That's important. Um I looked at this game first thing Monday morning. I was going to bet San Francisco. The line was one and a half. Uh, I waited two hours and it went to two and a half. I grabbed it there. I didn't think it was going to go up that quickly. Yeah. Um, I wish I'd gotten to one and a half. I, probably not a big deal because we're still under that key number of three. But I really like the 49ers here. I think they are significantly better than the Eagles. I think that the Eagles have been playing with fire and they're bound to lose one or these. They should have lost the other day. The fucking refs, I mean, it, it just, it, it's, it's every fucking game Hockey League does of the Eagles in there, they fucking win. Um, and and they, they call, some of the calls are egregious. The missed pass interference in overtime is egregious. The the lack of the horse collar on Allen is ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's. For all the ticky tack bullshit pussy ass calls they've been calling all year, that was, you know, and, 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 and uh, you know, that they the, should have called the other way. The A.J. Brown catch fumble in overtime is immediately not a, catch and fumble in Philly later that night Keenan Allen exactly the same play immediately a catch and a fumble and the reviews take 30 seconds there's no consistency between these games um but I think the the biggest factor here is I think the 49ers have had this game circled Mm -hmm. after last year they really felt like they not got jobbed but they got such a bad break by having Purdy get hurt in that game last year I truly believe they thought that they were they should have won that game or would have won that game had he been healthy um they're healthy again they're clicking on all cylinders. I can't love a game more than I love the 49ers this week. I, I again, here we are. Agreement, agreement. Uh, I, I'm on the Niners. I, I, I'm telling you right now, player props. Look for Debo Samuel to have a huge, huge game. Here. I hadn't thought about that, but I love that huge game out of Debo Samuel. That, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the numbers. We'll post them on on our our, our social media platforms. But I love Debo Samuel going off in this game on on multiple levels. I mean, fuck Philly. Fuck Philly. Eagles fans, kiss my ass. What? That wasn't very nice. All right, what other games in the NFL are we looking at here? You got the Chiefs, uh, Packers in Green Bay, Sunday night on ABC. 
Chiefs are laying six in this one over under a 42 and a half. Anything intriguing you in that one? Uh, boy, you know, uh, if I was listening to you for, for the last five seconds, I would have been able to answer your Chiefs, question. Chiefs Packers. Chiefs anything, Packers. Anything there that just tickles your, your taint, taint tickler. I mean, the Packers are playing re- much, much better the much last couple better. of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Love is playing much better. Their defense is playing better. They took it to Detroit the other day. That was no fluke. They came out firing. No, they look good. And they were the better team, significantly the better team. Now, Dan Campbell didn't do the Lions any favors, but the Packers were significantly the better team. The Chiefs, this feels like one of those Chiefs games that they win but don't cover. Agreed. They, oh, they, anytime that number – see, I, anytime the Chiefs are we laying less than three, I love I'll bet, I'll bet the shit things up. But anytime the Chiefs are a little more than – you know, they get up there where they can win the game but not cover, that seems to kind of be the way it goes. Um, their offense is definitely not clicking on all cylinders. They looked good in the second half against, against the Raiders the other day. Only um, bet I made in the NFL last Sunday did make a bunch of our – we went five and all on Monday. If you guys weren't paying any attention, we were five and all on Monday night football. Uh, but the one bet I made on Sunday was Chiefs second half minus six and a half. I was on that too. I think what they went by eighteen or something. Yeah, like they, that they, they the came out half. crushed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I controlled environment there um, in in Vegas. Uh, against team. Vegas is still not a good team. I mean, they had a good, couple of good weeks with the yeah. coaching change. They're still not a good team. No, this is a horse of a different color. Again. I think the Chiefs win a very close game. I would take the six points if I had to bet the game right now. Anything else? Any other lines that you're you're seeing that that might you know give you an inclination to maybe maybe put some paper down on it? Because I, I'll be honest with everybody, you know, until we get a little bit closer to the playoffs, the NFL, it's just it's not moving my needle. Oh, yeah. it's just not. I, I just, I gotta be honest. It's I gotta a lot keep of great it games. real. It's not a lot of great games, and, it, and some of that is like you know these teams that we thought were going to be good mm-hmm. aren't right, and some of these teams that we thought were wouldn't are, but they're not sexy. Like they're winning games with not like Denver is not sexy to watch. Like no, Pittsburgh not sexy. Cleveland Colts. I mean, these are playoff teams we're talking about. Right, Vikings. Right, uh, Seahawks. Uh, you know, so Falcons, Saints, Holy anybody shit. that anybody, anybody in that Saints. division. So I'm hearing a lot of talk about the Falcons on the road laying three. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get there with Desmond Ritter and that offense against the Jets defense. Now, the Jets defense looked poor the other day against Miami, but that's Miami. It's a completely horse of a different color. Yeah. Um, Falcons are going to get outside. They're not on the turf. Uh, and they got to play that defense. I, I just don't think their offense is good enough to lay three points. I think it'll be a very close game. I think it could be a field goal game either way or a one or two point game either way. Uh, so I would take the Jets plus the points there. Uh, I just think it's in a coin flip. Give me the extra field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just it, in a game like that. I just I don't know, man. I, do you even put can I, I don't know if I could put money on the Jets right now with the way that their offense is, is playing and what they've got going on there. But, uh, man, f- fucking North Carolina was up 20 the whole damn game, and now they're just, why don't we just let Tennessee right back in this mother? Son of a bitch. Well, how many more points you need for the over? It's over. I, 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 I thought it was, one, oh, it was 140-something, right? Yeah. yeah, all right, so you got that. and then, So Carolina yeah, wins by two. And you, my both, both my two bets, 
And then my small three team parlor is North Carolina covering by or winning by two or more. So oh, you're you're home. Yeah. I hope um. So, anyway, you want to hold your nose and take the Panthers Stinkin'. plus the points with the new uh new coach with the coaching change there. Little new regime. Normally, here. you get a you get a an inspired effort off of that. Usually, you do. No, I you know I can't argue with you there. I just can't back the Panthers on any level. Sure. I, it's I a just, very fair position to take. I won't do it. I won't. I, I can't bring myself to do it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, it's not a great NFL weekend. No, no, really isn't. But you know, that matchup, uh, you know, Saturday, Sunday afternoon, four 30, you know, kind of getting dark here in upstate New York. I'm going to hunker down. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely tune into that one. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be a good one. I, I, I am looking forward to seeing, uh, what the 49ers bring at, uh, the, the Eagles on defense. I think they come at them from so many different directions and really give Jalen Hurts, you know, a lot of trouble. That's the game this weekend. That's the game to watch. Yep. I'm excited for it. Um, Monday night game again doesn't move but with, with, with Burrow out. Bengals at Jags, eights the spread. Yeah. I could see points in that. 37 and a half seems low to me. I could see some points. Sorry. All right, point. Sorry, I think that was a little precursor to get us in to the weekend here, Hove. Let's do it. We got a great weekend ahead of us, so let's just get right into it. Let's go. Reason we missed you tonight, kid. Love you, brother. 12, 10. 12, 10. 11 a.m. 12, 10, 11. Live podcast. Get there. It is going Texas to be a place. blast. Look at the blast. off that place. 7 North Reynolds Street, Scotia, New York. Make sure you're there. Free food. Drink specials, NFL football all day Potentially long. Potentially WNBA autograph jersey from Reezy. From Reezy, Rebecca Lobo. I think we got it. So, guys, make sure you're checking us out at Cover City Sports on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, Instagram. Guys, thanks for following us. We love having you each and every week here. So make sure you keep tuning in. And we want y'all to say, give me my money. Yeah, cover city.